Hey everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Managing the Mindset with Dr. Jason Novetsky. Dr. J, thanks for joining us again. Good to see you. Pleasure to be here. Great to see you as well. Yeah, thanks so much. So we've covered a lot the last couple of weeks with last week talking a lot about confidence, which I think, like we said multiple times, a lot of people can relate to that. And this week, another topic that I think a lot of people will find handy to get the tips for this one, but overcoming adversity. We see right. that so much in sports, and that's it's a really big topic. So just to start off, Dr. J, um, how do we recognize adversity? Yeah, I mean, one thing I like to teach my athletes is to consider their emotions like a traffic light, right? We all know that there's green, and there's yellow, and there's a red on a traffic light. So again, I'll ask you, Sydney, what does green mean on a traffic light? Go. Go. Very good, Sydney. You're doing great so far. I was nervous. (laughs) That was also a trick question. Like I got nervous last week. Yeah, no, not a trick question. So green means go. So that means if things are going well during our competition or our game, then let's just go with the flow. Everything's going well. We're in the moment. Everything's good. So our light and our mind is green. Then something bad might happen. We might make a mistake, an error, a misplay, things like that. So our light turns yellow. Sydney, what does yellow mean on a traffic light? Some what is it supposed think, to mean? I was going to say, some people can think it means to speed up, but no, it means to slow down. It does mean to slow down, but what do most people do when they see a yellow light? Speed up. We need to get through the they, light. Yeah, they tend to speed up. So that's also what could happen with our emotions. When things don't go well, if you think about it, people tend to speed up. All of a sudden, their body language is different. They start moving faster. Uh, sometimes you know, they just want to get the heck out of there. So they start moving faster. Frustration sets in. So that means our emotions are turning yellow. We don't want them to get to red because that means we've really hit the wall and you know we've lost control of our emotions and maybe the coach is going to have to take us out of the game. So I like to have my athletes first think about, okay, where are you on that emotional traffic signal? Other ways to notice that you might be recognizing adversity is, are you thinking about a mental trap? The things we talked about before, you know, about pressure, you know, those things that we cannot control, we often tend to slip into those traps, go down that rabbit hole, and that usually means our light's changing to yellow or red. Also, your self-talk could start to be very negative and self-defeating. You're calling yourself names, you're judging yourself, you're asking yourself questions that you can't answer at that moment. So your self-talk gets pretty bad. Also, your body language changes. Your shoulders might shrug, your head goes down, uh, your facial expressions look very frustrated. And also another sign is your breathing. Have you ever noticed when you get upset, your breathing gets pretty shallow and you hear a lot of, uh, a lot of sighs like that. So that's a good signal that, okay, something's going on here with my body. And obviously you're probably afraid of being embarrassed and letting your team down. So those are all signals that we need to do something before things get out of control and and we get into real trouble with our game. So those are the big signals so far. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just, just you saying those out loud. I feel like I'm thinking in my head all the times that I've felt those and I should have mentally known what was, what was happening there. I was going to say that, you know, it's really good for people to study these things, you know, and take note and be proactive and prepare. Like, you know what, if I tend to get upset, what are my typical signals so they can become more aware of it themselves? For all of our listeners out there, we actually had a little bit of a behind the scenes, um, as we could call, we were overcoming adversity ourselves just now, Dr. J. That was a a slight panic. I feel like our our breathing got a little heavier and we saw it, (laughs) but we fixed it. We're good. 
Yeah, yeah, we overcame the technical difficulty and we're back and we're, here we are. So, you know, we were talking about those signs that you notice from adversity and being more proactive um, to know what your personal signs are for adversity. Yeah, definitely. And uh, that would lead to the next, what are some tips to overcome adversity? I know it's different for every sport and for every athlete, as we've learned, everything mm -hmm. is different for everybody. But what do you think are some yeah. good tips? You know, first and foremost, I want athletes to understand that, that getting help or having a plan like this is not a sign of weakness in, in you as an athlete. Uh, it's a sign of strength to get help uh, and to figure out these things ahead of time. So for example, if you're struggling and your metaphorical traffic light is turning yellow or red and a teammate notices that and comes up to you and says, hey, are you okay? You know, what's going on? You seem pretty frustrated. Your job is not to say, shut up and get away from me. Your job is to say, thank you. And I'm gonna work on that right now. I'm gonna fix it right now. So, you know, be open-minded to these kind of things because that's a sign of a mentally tough athlete that's gonna accept it, accept the help, and own that situation and then go ahead and do something about it. Yeah. So what to do about it? So I have a little recovery process that I teach my athletes. Um, it's a four or five step process that helps them get back into the present moment because that's where we ultimately want to get back to, into that present moment. <clears throat> so the first thing you need to do when you notice your traffic lights changing is to just stop, just like you would in a traffic light. Just come to a stop. Tell yourself, okay, we got to stop this right now. Just have a little short conversation. We got to cut this out. This isn't helping. And then we just stop. The next thing we do is called flush it. Flush it means we get it out of our system. You might pick up some dirt if you're on a baseball field or a softball field, or pick up some grass if you're playing golf, or if you're playing tennis, you might take some of the fuzzies from the tennis ball off your racket and just gently let them go. Pick up some dirt, drop it, let it go. The thing leaving your hand represents the frustration you just have. So you're releasing it kind of from your mind. Once you do that, you have to stare at something called a focal point. A focal point is an object that's anything around you, some random anonymous object. It could be a tree, it could be a cloud, it could be a, a sign um, you know, on the fence or something like that to help you uh, refocus. So we're gonna play a little game here, Sydney. I want you to think about the last time your traffic light changed colors. You were turning yellow or red. Maybe it was during our technical difficulty or maybe it was something else that happened today <laughs> that you were pretty frustrated with. Okay. Um, you got that in mind? What was it? If you don't mind saying, if you can say it. <laughs> no, no, yeah, 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 I got that in mind. Um, I realized when I was in the car starting to drive away this morning, it's a minor detail, but I left my lunch on the counter. Okay, so okay. I was like really on the way out so I turned back around and went back but then therefore set me behind I don't know five or ten minutes and I wanted to be so then you know that makes ripple effect and I was just mad at myself because in my head I was like okay. if I would have gotten everything together last night I wouldn't have been in this situation this morning but I just needed to let it go like you said that's right the life of Sydney everybody yeah, there we go <laughs> All right, so you got that in your mind. You remember that that frustration felt like, right? Okay, you can see me, but not everybody else can see me. Uh, but I'm holding up a pen. Great. And I'm going to have Sydney study this pen for five seconds and try to remember three specific features of this pen. Okay. Go ahead, Sydney. I'm going to give you three se five seconds. Okay. She's got two, one, zero. All right, tell me three things about that pen, Sydney. Okay, the the part that you would clip it onto, there's mm -hmm. not a 
That's not there. What is that called? Okay, it's broken. Clip. Yeah, yeah. Little clip is broken. Um, there's a circle. There's like a black mm-hmm. circle, maybe part of a logo on the white yep. part, mm-hmm. and then the pen was black and white. There you go. All right, I have a question for you, Sydney. Yes. While you were studying the pen and trying to remember certain features of the pen, were you still thinking about what happened this morning? There you go. So the focal point is a distraction. It helps us reset our mind. So again, you stop, you flush it out by picking up something and letting it go, and then find something random, anonymous to stare at. You know, it could be a foul pole at a baseball game. It could be a sign or a banner, like I said. Think about it, ask yourself some random questions about it. And when you feel like you're starting to calm down, the next step would be to take a nice, big, deep breath, change your posture and your body language. We talked about that for confidence. Uh, Get back into your pre-play routine, which we've also talked about before, or use a performance statement, reminding yourself what you need to do on this next play. And then more than likely, you're getting back to that present moment and you're able to let that frustration and that adversity go. Yeah, wow, I like that a lot, that's awesome. Yeah, just a couple quick steps. Stop, flush it, focal point, breathe, body language get back into the present moment yeah for you i mean because you you've played baseball on a high level mm-hmm. Do you, can you remember mm-hmm. a time when you had to overcome <laughs> adversity and oh, oh. how much time do we got oh my goodness i mean <laughs> i you know i had a good career but certainly had my share of mistakes and tough times and tough seasons as well so yeah lots of times and you know i didn't know obviously all of this while i was still playing i was learning as i was going but yeah there were definitely times where i would give up a home run as a pitcher or a big home run it was pretty embarrassing or maybe i hit a guy with the bases loaded and you know, walked in a run i mean all kinds of bad things can happen to a pitcher and yeah i had to learn to regroup step off the mound take a few deep breaths rethink what I'm trying to accomplish right now and try my best to get back into the present moment. So yeah, it happens to everybody. Yeah. I think the hardest part of the whole process here is the regrouping part, trying to step away and letting it go so fast, knowing that especially in sports when you're during a game, the next play is going to come within, could come within five seconds, could come within, I don't know, five minutes. So I think for me, and I guess I'm no longer an athlete, but when I was, I think the hardest part was letting whatever had just happened, letting it go. And I wish I would have known these three steps because mm. I think that's right. super helpful. Yeah. And, you know, some athletes also might be thinking like, well, you know, I play a sport where there's really not an opportunity to do this. And, and it could be true. So we're going to have to do the best we can. Um, you know, like if you're playing lacrosse and you're out on the field or field hockey, you're not going to be able to just stop what you're doing. But your goal should be to at least use a performance statement to remind yourself what you need to do to get back into that present moment. And then maybe when there's a whistle or a stoppage in play, or maybe you get a break, you get taken out for a second or two, you have a chance to do that. Uh, Hockey players, do it when you get back to the bench if you had a bad shift. Baseball players, you can try to do it between pitches or between innings. Just find an opportunity to regroup and overcome that adversity and get yourself back into that present moment. Yeah, and just just to reiterate here, and it doesn't take long. It just takes right, just a couple of seconds. Couple seconds. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's not the steps sound like a whole process, but it really is just a couple of seconds. Regroup, and then hey, you never know. Your next play might be the biggest game changer in a good way, in a positive. That's right. Look, and then that's what you'll remember after that. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, do you think there's any other tips we might need to know for overcoming adversity, or anything else you want to add on? 
I just think one more thing to add on um, is just to remember that every um, obstacle is an opportunity. So every time that you face some adversity, that there's something to learn from that. And so just because you had a bad game or a bad situation happen to you, instead of focusing on all the things that went wrong, figure out what you can do better next time. You know, there's always an opportunity, there's always something to learn in every situation. So use those situations to help you grow. Yeah, awesome. I love that. That's a really good, that saying should be on a poster, I tell you. I'm sure it is somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you should make your own. Have it say Dr. Jason Nevetsky at the bottom. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Dr. J, for another great week. This was such great information, as always, and you're really helping athletes out there. So we appreciate your time with us. My pleasure. Good to see you again. Good to see you, too. Have a great rest of your week.